This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you got style. Picture at Los Angeles 2017. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this, dear friends, is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it. And we just watched season six, episode 19, Melodrama, which Melodrama. aired on February 16th, 1991, and is the Mel Bushman episode. And also, this is the same air date as our last episode, Older and Wiser, which means mm. the people... In America, got two new episodes of The Golden Girls on February 16th in 1991. What a wow. treat. Wow. That, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what I would have done with myself. I would have canceled everything. Yeah. yeah. Two new B2Bs. That's yes, amazing. That's pretty incredible. Also, I love the title of Melodrama because it is also the title of this album that I'm listening to nonstop right now. Lord's album, Melodrama. Can't Ooh. stop listening on a loop. So I good. I also just realized it's Mel Bushman. It's mm-hmm. Meldrama. And I have to say, I have a lot <laughs> to say about this episode because we delayed the recording of this episode for my own Melodrama. So, like, we can, I, I can talk a little bit about about that and it's very related to this episode do you want to talk about it now or do you want to no, wait throughout. until we do throughout yeah. okay great yeah. don't delay it so we should introduce our guest first yes we have a guest oh my god okay i have to say i bonded with uh this our guest um via instagram initially because i forget how i came across you or you came across me i don't I, know i actually i was thinking about that on the way here like i don't i don't know how that happened remember yeah <clears throat> i think it was instagram first though it's always instagram uh, and we got real deep, real fast, real fast, real <laughs> deep. And, uh, and anyway, he's a great musician guys. And he's, it's on Instagram is the hound. Yep. You can look and how can people find you on Spotify? Uh, look up the hound on Spotify. My single can't let you go. Weren't you just there. listed on a billboard chart as well? Yeah. It was like 30 gay love songs. Although it's, I, I was like, I'll take it. Cause I, mm-hmm. I was on there with some great artists, but it's. No, it's not a love song. Well, but that's like I fine. wouldn't put it on a you know wedding billboard. Put you list. on a list. They put me on a list. On it, that that's, was a big deal. That's Congrats. all you have to focus yeah, on. No, nothing was, else there. Just, was, yeah, you're on a billboard. I'll take list. it. Yes, yeah, great music, guys. You really should check them out and go follow them on Instagram. But more importantly, when we connected, we connected obviously because of the Golden Golden Girls. Girls yeah. He's obsessed with the Golden Girls. Yeah, we we were talking about feelings, and then we went to Golden Girls, and but oh, I found out that because I already had listened to a few episodes, mm-hmm. so once I found out that he was the guy, I would kind of I kind of fanned out a little bit. Oh uh, my gosh, that's amazing! Now yeah. Carrie just it. whispered to me, being like, <laughs> "Say his name," and I thought because people find you by looking up the Hound, correct? Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. look up John Constantine. They don't. Well, if you look up John Constantine, you're going to get like comic books. Yeah. 
So people look up the hound, yeah, and he's the hound. It's a, Got it. I don't That's know why if it's I Marvel didn't say DC, it. But, but I mean, now they can look up both for you. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, but pe- but you should go to the hound. Thehoundmusic.com. Yes. That's that, yes. that, that that's already, my stage. I've got name. it pulled up on Spotify, <laughs> so I'm going to watch it or listen to it on my way home. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. You should check out the video too. I it's a good video. And that. also a past guest of this podcast is in the video. Adam Ramsey. <gasps> oh, oh, he was oh, on here? Jesus yeah. Christ. Fraser Sorry, Fraser jumped into my <laughs> face upon the mention of Adam Ramsey. I know. Yeah. He was a great guest. He was a great guest. Yeah, he plays Very my, popular. He plays my boyfriend. Yeah. Fun. We, we should have had boyfriends. We should have had Adam on this one with you. It would have been yeah. fun. He's so great. He is great. Yes, he's really great. Cool. Well, maybe we can play a little snippet of your song at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Can we do that legally? Totally. Okay, great. Cool. Then we, we will do that. Yes. <laughs> Guys, let's jump right into this Friends with Benefits, where I love it, it takes us episode. I have so much to say about this It's very this sex positive. Mm-hmm. It is very sex positive. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, it's interesting that... Uh, so in you know within the the world of the Golden Girls, Blanche has been seeing Mel Bushman on and off for three years, and unlike many of the men, many many men that are mentioned on this show, we've actually heard Mel Bushman's name mentioned in passing yeah. over the seasons. So I thought that was pretty fun that we were finally introduced to Mel Bushman, um, and uh, Blanche and him have had a friends with benefits situation, mm-hmm. and um, he isn't picking up his phone. No. And for whatever reason, Blanche is very worried about well, him. Well, okay, in Blanche's defense, when you are of a certain age, let's say, and someone isn't picking up their phone, it's a cause for concern. How, how old are they? I mean, this, Mel is probably like right in his now. 60s. Yeah, they're in their 50s. Mel's probably in his 60s. Yeah, Mel's... I mean, can you imagine that today, though? Like a show about 50, 60-year-old people? Actually, I can. And then it, it being... just got greenlit. Oh. Vicky Lawrence. It's about a retirement See, home. Was Vicky Lawrence is in it. Saw it on Deadline. I don't even look... Actually, Elliot texted me. I don't look at it at the Deadline. <laughs> but... and Because we were just like, we want to write on this show. But like 50, and, 60 seems young kind of yeah. now. Well, it does because Alice and Janney is essentially the age that B. Arthur was when she started The Golden Girls. And you look at Alice and Janney now mm. and she's this beautiful hairstyles like really she's on it make a difference yeah. yes well also and, too, and makeup women yeah. women just look different like the, mm-hmm. the way we, we aged women in the 80s is very different than how women age now yeah the way i sort of looked at this is in 2017 mm-hmm. if i'm texting someone and they're not responding within you know six hours i'm like i'm a little worried especially if it's a weekday whatever this is 1991 she's calling his home phone and just hasn't been able to get a hold of him for a date and she's immediate her mind immediately goes to something terrible has happened yeah i was like you guys are casual sex buddies you could just be out of town and he was and he was i have to say though i have been experiencing a not reply to a text situation um in my current life do you think of death I don't think of death, no, because this person is not of an age where death is really that much of a... I don't know. You don't know. Accidents. You never know. Accidents That's happen. actually but probably see, mostly what would have happened even with Mel. It would have been an accident. And I not, don't know. I know? think, I think mm-hmm. if, you, if you're like in your 20s or 30s, the, the first option in my head why someone's not responding is not death. Like, that's mm-hmm. just not where I'm going to go. But I think, because in this situation, I send a picture, right? You know, a certain titillating picture. Yeah. And and it will go unnoticed for hours, like hours, like we're talking like 10 hours. That is that is many hours. That is too long to let your dick be hanging out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have a firm. I after after dealing after dealing. No, you don't. After dealing with this situation similar to Blanche's with Mel Bushman, 
uh, she felt she felt vulnerable that he was gone, that that part of her life was gone. I feel vulnerable that my dick is hanging out there without like mm-hmm. any sort of any mm-hmm. Mel Bushman mm-hmm. on it. And was this was it established like I always feel like the, the response that you first start texting with someone, like how fast they respond to that first text is pretty well, much what you sh- hold them to no, like forever. In, but mm-hmm. everyone's fast in the beginning. Everybody. Not everyone. No, See, I, feel like I tried to you like, like look it like depends. You're, you're not yeah. just sitting there with your phone. Oh, yeah. no. You know? No. This guy, no, this guy, he, he was very fast in the beginning. And then as we became more and more, communication became slower and slower. I will say in, in his defense, he was very, very frank and up forward, like forward about saying I'm bad at communication. So I will give him credit for that. that is a big I, thing. I, bad communication, though, is like... For this Golden Girls episode, it makes sense because there's just, you know, one number to call him at. Yeah. Now, you would, like, if someone didn't respond, you could see them Instagramming right. or mm-hmm. going on Facebook. It's a lot well, easier what, to track yeah. people well, and you go, I know me. you're at your phone. Yeah, like you see a post and you're like, I just sent you my dick six hours ago, but yeah. now you're posting on Instagram. And then it's awkward, the like, fuck? do you... Res- do you like comment on the other post. Yeah. Do you like him? Be like, yo, um, so this passive aggressive. What did like, you think about my dick? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's so really now funny. you just, you know, yeah, you wouldn't go to death because no, you, you wouldn't pretty much. I mean, it would be weird if all the accounts went silent. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For like a day. I just think that if you send a picture, uh, it requires, if it's a above the waist picture, that's a six hour response window. If it's a below the waist picture, that's a three hour response window. That's a great rule of thumb. Yeah. Uh, I also love that we learn um, that Mel is the zipper king. I feel like Miles would have loved him knowing how much Miles (laughs) likes to go to the Thimble Museum. You're right. And all that stuff. Is he the zipper? Do they, uh, also the name, Bushman. I'm just thinking like Bush, Bushman away. Zipper. Zipper. Was that all intentional? <laughs> no, I don't think that was intentional, but I love that you're going there. Only yeah. a gay man I, would go there. I don't know. I, fe- yeah, I don't know. I feel like on some level, even if it was like a, you know, some subconscious level. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, because he's like the reliable guy. Mm-hmm. Like if no one else can be with he's her, she's the Bush like. Bushman. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved <That's> it. What- <laughs> I also love anytime Dorothy makes a joke, a bad joke, and laughs at herself. Oh, so I good. love it when we so learn good. he's the zipper king, and she goes, "Maybe he got stuck in traffic." <laughs> <laughs> the way she laughs when she laughs at herself, yeah, it's great. Oh, it's really great. It's the greatest. Um, Rose, meanwhile, I love that we're keeping up with her Enrique Moss uh, consumer product testing job. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes in wearing glasses. It's so funny. She just walks in wearing this pair of like kind of thick, big framed black glasses. And it, that in and of itself gets a laugh break. And I'm like, in 2017, they would be like, oh, those are amazing. Are those Orby Parker? I yeah. love those glasses yeah. on okay, her. Maybe I'm just a fucking millennial. But when she walked in with glasses, my first thought was, oh, she looks kind of cute. Yeah, I know. She looks amazing. Too. Me too. It didn't phase me at all. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Good for yeah. her. She looks so amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, the greatest exchange between her and Blanche when she's like, do these glasses make me look stupid? And Blanche is like, Let's just say that they, they don't hide it. <laughs> <laughs> he walks out of the room. Um, sometimes goes, that reads like uh, hurt my feelings. Like I, I know. sometimes if if I imagine like a friend saying that to me, I'd be like, oh, wow. OK, I feel yeah, for like I think about it for the rest right of the day, for sure. I, I love that she goes 
in, I mean, it's a similar situation to when the episode where she had to do the product testing of the watches and stuff. Yeah. And she would just put her hand in water and look at the light bulb and shit. She sticks her face in the refrigerator to see if they fog up. She is consistent. She is. And we also learned that she actually thinks that there's a little man inside the fridge. Which, I mean, <laughs> that is, was my that turns hilarious. the light on. Why hasn't there been a horror film about that? <laughs> Ooh. You know what I mean? I get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of any kind of ghost movie where they involved I mean, the, the fridge. Gremlins, they, they the Gremlins had don't. the they had the Gremlins in the fridge. Uh, well, I think. That, yeah, but that was like a, was a, funny. a a moment. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a but that's a, a little, little thing man. in a fridge moving. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's, it's yeah. what I got, guys. <laughs> Every time, like, it's always funny when they take Blanche's sort of like stupidity mm-hmm. to a just a, a whole other like playing field it's like this isn't just like everyday naive rose the fact that she thinks there, the fact that rose thinks there are little people like 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 four inch tall people i actually her stupidity kind of varies sorry it does you're right but oh but you know what maybe i think honey i shrunk the kids came out around this time so she probably saw it was like oh is that she probably maybe she thought it was a documentary i have a fear i have a fear ever since i was a kid and this is like a like a chucky fear that i have mine but Underneath the bed, I'm to this day. I'm terrified of underneath the bed. Like, did you see Poltergeist too young? Yes, I did. I yeah. yes, I did. I I I don't imagine necessarily little people, but I imagine like creatures or something under the bed latching out at me at my feet when I put my feet on the ground. And sometimes at night, I to this day, I will step to the edge of the bed and reach my feet out very far. Just because I'm still afraid. I hope that none of our listeners are listening to this while they're trying to fall asleep right now. <laughs> and just and you have just woken them. There are them creatures under the bed. You know, that's a more reasonable, or at least more common It's not reasonable. It's, but it's, I mean, I'm a 35-year-old man terrified that there are creatures under my bed. Is more, it seems more logical than thinking a tiny person is in the fridge turning the light on that's and off. That's true. Can, my, my light was off in my fridge. Can we talk about... <laughs> Rose inter- fake interviewing Dorothy with yes. the brush. Please. I love the moment where um, they uh, Dorothy tells Robe to ask more probing questions because she's like, what is it like being a substitute teacher? And so she asks her to ask a more probing question and Rose is like, you have a drawer full of retirement brochures and, and you're just waiting for the first sign of dribble on your mother's chin to lock her away forever, right? And <laughs> the that got such a huge laugh break at Because it's really Sophia, funny. Because she had the magazine rolled up to her eye pretending yeah. it was like or a camera. Slow coming slowly down. Slowly yeah. putting it yeah. down. Down and them looking at each other and then and then so Dorothy breaking and being like, you know, sometimes, sometimes she just drives me crazy. Time. I have to go into the drawer and have pretend time. I can't. That was a very funny it's scene. It's so funny. It's so funny to think of Dorothy doing some something very rose-like. You know, because Rose has said something similar to that before, where she's playing or she's doing something in her room ridiculous. The idea of Dorothy doing it is Hilarious. Like, I can see Dorothy first picking up all the brochures and just smelling them for some reason. <laughs> and then... Smelling like, them? Like, inhaling them, like, oh, like she's, like, getting uh, high off of them. And then I can see her, like, pantomiming phone calls to the different places like Cypress Grove and Shady Pines and all the other trees. She probably does this thing in the thing where she's like, I think my mother's gone insane. I need you immediately. <laughs> My mother's gone insane. I need you immediately. <laughs> oh just like in the mirror. <laughs> oh my God. Just like in Adam's Family Values yes. where Joan Cusack yes. practices making the That is the, the second Joan Cusack reference in like three episodes. Come quick. What is it? There's my husband is whatever. Was it the last episode where we were like, everybody's gay. Is everybody gay? 
That might oh have been God, the last wait. episode. What? What? I know that. In and out. In and out. In and out. We should just, I, I mean, if we can, can mention we Joan Cusack, Joan Cusack I'm going to Chicago next, next year. Let's, let's get her. She lives there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting that you she know listens, that. She listens, actually. I, no, of course. I said that in the story. She gave me the tip. She's based in Chicago. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She even yes, shot yes, her yes, sitcom yes. that was only for a few years, but they, they shot it in Chicago. Joan Cusack strikes me as someone who's like got a couple houses, mm-hmm. a few different coasts, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, Blanche is so worried about Mel Bushman that she decides to go you know, to his house. I feel for her. They all decide to go. Yeah. yeah. They, all the women go. <laughs> they all go. All well, the women go. Well, if one's going, we're all going. Did you go out today? No, Dorothy. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. And then they get to the house and it's, it's, uh, there's newspapers everywhere and it basically looks like he's dead. Yeah. And the girls are like. We can't break into his house. She's like, we're not breaking in. I have a key. And then she pulls out a janitor ring. That's amazing. With all with a of rabbit the keys. Foot. There's a rabbit foot on it as well, which I find funny. For good luck and getting laid. I noticed laid. that too, yeah. yeah. And she's going through the names and she's like... Al Bushman. Billy Baldwin. <laughs> Meredith Baxter Bernie. <laughs> Ooh, that was a... That she was said a, Baldwin and Baxter. That was a lesbian reference. It was. Because she's a lesbian now. Lebanese. Lebanese. Lebanese, <laughs> Lebanese. Lesbian. <laughs> I also love, once they get into Mel's house, yeah. there is no reason. I love it. It's like such a weird non sequitur where um, Rose is like, oh, look at that exercycle. It's never been used. And Blanche is like, oh, we've been on it. Like, there's no reason yeah. to have it. Like, it's no. just a throwaway. It had a bow. That's really funny. I didn't notice it had a bow. <laughs> had a, right? I think it had a bow. I don't know. Bow. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Also, in this scene, Blanche, the shade of green and orange that she's wearing, uh-huh. like she looks like she looked like the Mighty Ducks to me. Oh, because that was their that was their I color. I didn't think that at all. Anyway, I did. That's well, probably something on the straight. People I did. I was get. noticing <laughs> all of their colors were very specific. This and maybe it's every episode. I also didn't know if it was like yeah, they had weed. I took. I was like, oh, they're very colorful. <laughs> no, they were definitely colorful. Dorothy had a lot of blue going on. We in are that recording scene, us in California where it is legal <laughs> oh i sorry oh you're fine yeah, you're fine yeah you're totally fine fuck <laughs> uh, you're, you crack me up but i feel like dorothy got the short end of the stick with the colors this episode mm, dorothy mm-hmm. gets the short end of the stick a lot of yeah. times yeah yeah but mel walks they clashed in a lot yeah talk about colors he was wearing a tropical yeah. Ooh, top that time all of his Outfits in this episode yeah. The tie was insane was they were very, His tie I just wrote down Hearts Shapes Like Oof. I couldn't quite Put my I, finger on I What say, those shapes I were I really am attracted tie. To Mel Bushman I like him I think he's fun And sweet And just sort of funny And yeah he, To me he feels more Like he's sort of like that I feel like that, like Brooklyn Italian yeah. Like I was like Bushman Okay He's not somebody That I would ever see Blanche with like romantically, but he's somebody, he's almost somebody that I see Dorothy with because they can fight each other. They could come back. even like Sophia. Yeah, like even Sophia. Like those two Italians If he was a cougar food. chaser. Yeah. Or cougar. The only thing cougar. that makes him appropriate for Blanche is that he has hair. Yes, And I feel true. like <laughs> she's always with guys with hair. Yes. Mm. And they give all the true. other ones the bald, bald ones. Yeah. yeah. Except for Miles. Yeah. Also, I just realized his name is Mel B, like the Spice Girl. <laughs> 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 when to become one oh, um, So he doesn't You mentioned this when we were watching it He doesn't react to, to four yeah, the women four, There are four women at all yeah. There's that, zero reaction I mean, he knows Not positive, them, I suppose, negative He doesn't yep. walk in being like What are you guys doing <laughs> He doesn't here? even address them He's just like he's Oh just hey like, Blanche yeah. Hey ladies 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I, I I was just trying to put myself if in his I, shoes, and that would be crazy. Well, I I had yeah. a I had a I, I I said something in this in this exchange with this man that I doesn't communicate well that I actually then thought about afterwards, and I was like, oh, it'd be really hot if you just sort of came in in the middle of the night and stuff. Mm. And then I was like, no, don't do that. I don't think I'll be prepared for that. Yeah, I mean, I that's good. the women are lucky that Frazier Mel Bushman shit. didn't come around a corner holding a gun. And, yeah. I mean, he could have shot a vase. He could, yeah. or, or, mm. or, or, or Lester. Yeah, I was, You're I was trying to look Lester. for the name. I was looking for the name. So <laughs> yeah. when Blanche sees him, uh, she's, she's like, I love you Over the moon, I am a one woman man And you're she it, projects Mel Bushman a lot. I a love lot. That is you. a lot of pressure On a very yeah. casual relationship Yeah, you know what, it kind of feels like It's like, you know when And I don't know if kids ever actually did this in real life But they talk about it in movies and shows a lot But if a kid thinks they're going to get in trouble with their parents. Oh, this was advice that Christopher Lloyd gave Jonathan Jackson in the movie Camp Nowhere. <laughs> but he oh, tells... Wow. Yeah, wow, that Carrie. went deep. Wow. That went deep. That was Sorry, guys. So... I work for I IMDb now. I'm a walking, talking uh, wow. trivia page. That movie, wow. Oh, yeah, guys, wait. Back. Break. Are you, you need to go to imdb.com and watch Carrie's show. I posted it. What is it called? It's called the IMDb show. That's very you apt. You guys, go to the IMDb and watch her show. She's on with a very attractive man. And I'm also not bad to look at. God, you are the second gay man today to say, to point out that of my course. co-host is handsome. You're I mean, gorgeous. You are. I'm, thank you. I don't, you are beautiful. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, so what the, the, the sort of emotions that Blanche goes through, it reminds me of when, when kids think they might get in trouble for something, yeah. they like run away for a few hours so that when they come home, their I parents still, miss them that. so much and they're yeah. so happy to see them that they yeah. don't want to punish them anymore. So it's almost like, I, I do it to this day. I run away from friends. I don't respond to people. I hide. But it's almost like Blanche overcorrects where yeah. she's like a little worried about Mel, yeah. her casual buddy. And then she starts like her mind starts going places. And then when she realizes he's okay, she's so emotional. You know, she's I have to say I relate to it. Way. I relate to it because I in all of my relationships. Right. I've had many failed relationships over my lifetime. And it's mainly many of them have failed, especially the ones that started anew, have failed because I rushed too soon. And so as I've gotten older, I've realized that I, the value I have in sort of very casual relationships, relationships that are based on very intimate friends that I could connect with and yeah, in an intimate way, but also have sex with, but not have the responsibility of being in a partnership with, you know what I mean? And having that shared partnership that yeah. seems very heteronormative to me and i think in a lot of ways blanche so heteronormative. it is yeah. and i think blanche and mel had something that was a ahead of ahead of its time very ahead of its time. very ahead of its especially time. especially you know for what age they're depicting yes. i mean that i was that's why i was like it's very sex positive it's very I totally mean, but i do think that there's there's such a societal pressure to have a normal quote-unquote relationship have a defined commitment of one man, one woman, or one person and one person. And and I think, and I am victim of this all the time, and I think sometimes the way I communicate with men is the, is me doing this, trying to make it like what it's supposed to be mm -hmm. rather than letting it be organically what it is. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, wow. I, I mean, I just got like deep myself. Well, yeah, no, wow. Love but it. like even kind of jumping ahead to the episode, kind of they end up keeping that relationship yeah. and it's mm -hmm. very much like which i think I, is so great i love 
this dynamic that we have. Yeah. Yep. And because it was enough. That's all you, I mean, if you, if you are so established in your life and you're independent, like Blanche is, mm-hmm. she has a career, she has a home that she owns. She, you know, she has a life that she's leading. And so like she can have all those things and have Mel occasionally. And that's kind of all I want too. Out of five a times a year. Yeah. I mean, I'd want it more than five. Times I would want a year. it more yeah, than five, five times, times a year. Is and that's why again, I it was like, she is really so concerned to for someone when that she only sees five times good. a year. Five times a year. Yeah. I know. I would want it like once every couple of months, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, she's going like every two months and some change. So I could do that because two months goes by real fast. There's um, <laughs> well, it's funny because the women, you know. Blanche is like Mel Bushman's the one for me. Um, Sophia's like pretty skeptical about it when yeah. Blanche is getting ready to go on a date with Mel in the most gorgeous gold and black with some sequins yes. outfit that the I best. so terribly want. Um, they're just a bunch of funny moments where Sophia's just jabbing at her left and right. Cause like Sophia's not really big in this episode. So no. it was nice for her to have this moment with Blanche in the kitchen. So where funny. So funny. Blanche goes, uh, Mel and I were meant to be together. And Sophia's like, I wish I could say the same about your thighs. <laughs> and then as Blanche is leaving, I feel like we quote this all the time, yeah. uh, where Blanche goes, I'm not going to stand for this. And Dorothy goes, uh, Sophia goes, take it, Dorothy. And she goes, but I bet you'll lay down for it. <laughs> <laughs> and does her laugh again. Um, and then Sophia so breaks good. character and goes, that was just rude. Mm-hmm. And Blanche is like, some people just don't know when to quit. Also, Dorothy is a teacher. Yeah. She should know that it's not lay down for it, that it's lie down for it. That's what she should have said. Damn. That would have been grammatically correct. Because mm. to lay is to place something. I'm laying this phone down. But when you lie down... That's you. That's like the physical act of lying down. Yeah. I mean, she would correct someone else, for sure. Like if someone else had said that, she would that's have corrected. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow. Because I think she does do that a few times. I guess. Mm. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not um, notice that. So. Guys, there's a dog show in this episode. It's so <laughs> random. The dog show. Um. I got so excited when I realized this was the dog show episode. Um, so Rose gets an opportunity through Enrique Moss to go cover this dog show. Which just so happens to be basically in the same room where she works. It's the same set as the newsroom. I could well, it kind I couldn't figure it out. I it was is. like, it kind of looks like a hotel banquet. No, it's definitely the a... same set. Because it's even shaped in the it's even shaped in the same way as the hospital wing, too. I mean, it's like it's just been recreated. I feel like to me it looks like yeah, I don't know, like a hotel lot. I don't know. There's yeah. just a lot of pink, There's as a lot per usual. A lot of pink. Um, it's Florida, Miami. So Rose is covering Hola. this dog show, <laughs> and uh, a lot of extras, a lot Lots of dog of extras. Of dogs. I mean, can you imagine how, like, the, all of the women on this show were such huge animal rights activists, huge animal rights activists, to the point where. I have a feeling this day on set was like one of the happiest days on set. Oh, I bet you they couldn't get the women away from the dogs. Like they had to be like, ladies, ladies, sorry. Can you get near? Can everybody get on their mark, please? And then like some PA was like, the dog's licking B. Arthur's feet. (laughs) She's barefoot. We need to stop it. What do I do? And then they were like, don't do anything because she's B. Arthur and she loves dogs. (laughs) Um, It's the only way the dog stays still. She was the face of PETA, right? She was for a bit, for a yeah. While. And then mm-hmm. she was like, there's this great video. Was she of, the first oh, celebrity to do? Oh, you know? no, I don't think so. But yeah. I think she, she early. Uh, there's that great video about horse urine. Like something, some drug. And she's like, don't use 
Pretherin. It's made with horse urine. I'm not kidding. Like it's a real video. I'll show on YouTube. Maybe we'll put a clip. We'll in have that. to post oh, yeah. it. God, I need to see this. It's so it's like it's only 20 seconds, but it's the Oof. best 20 seconds of your life. I also heard I have a friend who used to work for the Larry King show, and um, I think like they had Betty White maybe went over to Larry's house to do an interview or something, um, and she insisted that she hold his dog on oh, her lap the whole time. It's amazing. I thought that was really sweet. I want to get to that place in life. I feel like if Betty White could have gone over and just interviewed the dog, that's like, that probably would have half the time. I tell people at parties and stuff at house parties, because everyone knows that I don't like most hanging out with most people. And I tell people at house parties, like put me in a chair, give me an animal, give me a glass of wine, keep refilling me. I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually, there are Airbnbs where you can have like the person leaves their pet. Yeah. And you just get like a pet for a week. Oh. And it's also, it's like a discounted rate too, right? Maybe. I don't know. I feel yeah. like it should be because now you're also a babysitter. Yeah. 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 You have to take care of an animal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd be all over those dogs too. <laughs> while, uh, while Rose and also Sophia and Dorothy have come along for moral support, but while they're at the dog show, um, a masked robber what money is slash being... burglar comes in yeah what are you gonna rob what are you robbing there <laughs> yeah like yeah. there's no there's no real transactions i don't think happening at a dog show i've never been to a dog show but i i mean i guess dog food you buy dog food well i i feel like if you're at a dog show the most expensive things are probably the, the dogs, dogs yeah because they're and you the know... people have no more money well that's a cruella know, Deville. Oh, they spend you don't want to it's not like cruella Deville. i mean that would have been funny if cruella no, but those Deville like came purebred yeah. perfectly sculpted whatever Ugh. dogs that get those diet scores six. or whatever yeah. yeah are probably worth a lot of money especially for breeding and stuff but no he's just kind of there like Aren't give like... me your give me your ring give me your wallet i mean i guess because you have a lot of rich people so if they can afford those dogs they probably have rings and maybe wallet, you know what but, I mean? but i but they also probably spend a Aren't lot of money purebreds like I don't like know. Maybe the bad, bank across like, the street have, is too like, hard to break into. They have bad health or something because yeah, because de- there's a lot of inbreeding. What breed? But yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I think bread. French bulldogs uh, aren't. They're all C-section, right? There's. Well, I have no idea. Oh God! I you, I'm. Don't leave angry comments. But I I think that's a thing. They won't. Yeah. Um, they which makes you kind of think like this isn't. They're cute. Mm. As fuck. But yeah. Like, that's kind of weird that nature's like, no, this should not be happening anymore. Right. Oh, wow. Oh, that is weird. Nature's saying you shouldn't be birthed anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, insane. I was C-section. Maybe I shouldn't be here. Either. I definitely was C-section. I was 10 pounds. Wow. Oh, then you, um, there's a really great joke on Will and Grace where I think. Oh, you're going to say that. I was that. just thinking about that, actually. Yeah. You're yeah. going to say that. Do you well, know have that? You been, have yeah, you been yeah, with Every woman? gay man knows that. Oh, but I, it's from. First of all, I didn't. You did. Until I watched that episode. Yeah. You so did. I knew Gold Star. I didn't know Platinum. Oh, come on. So wait, let's tell the audience for those who don't know. Okay. Well, right? go- Gold Star is if you. How did we get here? If, you, if you've <laughs> never been with a woman, like. Had a vagina but in your you life, were birthed but you vaginally. were birthed through yeah the vaginal region. You can barely say that word. I can, and I, I, I. Well, I have to admit, technically, technically, I have not been with a woman, but I have been with a vagina because I've been with a trans man. Okay, so technically, I'm not a platinum. Okay, just by the, the an organ. Sure, yeah. but 
in a gender sense, yes, I am. So, and if you're platinum, it means that you were birthed via C-section, which means that you have um, yes. never, You've never even had a vagina. Had contact neither. with one. But oh. I feel like it doesn't count. Wait, you're neither? How can you be neither? You're either one or the other. Or you've slept with a woman. Well, I, my... I would I, not full, full on sex, but it was after I came out and it was that's the wrong way to do it. You're well, that's why I feel it like it doesn't count because we, I'm, honestly, it was like kids, but like without, you know, the horrible drugs, <laughs> drugs and like, yeah. Yeah, the movie kids. The movie kids. Yeah. Yes, it was like that because it was not at like a party. No. <laughs> yeah, no, not talking much. I mean, we were like sixteen, mm. but it was at a party, and I was already out. I think I had a boyfriend at the time, and we just decided to try it out. Wow! But I feel like it doesn't count, but it it totally does. It's I however guess. you decide you want to be. Yeah. The closest I ever came to having sex with an actual woman, like a full on like woman who identifies as a woman. Yes. Two minutes ago, we were talking about a hold up at a dog show. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I really, that, I said, that's, how did we get here? One I don't time, know. One time in college, I got drunk and I was passed out in the bathtub and it was a large bathtub. And then my friend Dylan and my other friend Danielle were having sex above me. And I saw it. That's the closest. The closest. Okay. That's the closest. Yeah. All right. Well. well meanwhile, at the dog show. Meanwhile, at the dog show. Um... <laughs> At the dog show, I'm just going to sk- skip ahead. We'll go back to the conversation that Mel and Blanche have outside the door. Yes. But when the women get home, mm. it, it like the, the man fired four gunshots at the yeah. dog show. It's like these women are, I, I mean, we know how traumatized they were after their home was burglarized when they weren't even there. Yeah. And these women were held up insane. and probably insane. Robbed. insane, yeah. And they're just hanging out on the couch and it's like Rose puts in the tape and everybody's like, oh, Rose, you did a really bad job covering this. Blanche like, actually says like she kind of wanted to be there. Like, oh, she always misses the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Also, the yeah. police 100 percent would have confiscated that tape. They're yes. like, oh, you yeah. have footage of the robber. Well, the whole I had mentioned this earlier, but uh, the whole experience watching it now in 2017, like someone saying he has a gun, you know, it it's treated kind of light heartedly in yeah. this episode and just watching it now from after everything that's happened is kind of like, oh, this would be a huge deal. They 100% we don't have, would have yeah. had gunshots. I wish we had robberies at dog shows now. Yes. <laughs> That'd be amazing to be watching on TV and then all of a sudden it's robbed. Oh, yeah, God, now those were the days. <laughs> also, when they're watching the tape, like, because Rose so badly wants this job and she yeah. was like sent out there to do a story. I mean, she and clearly is not meant for the job. She's like, she's no. like on camera and she's like, I'm an eyewitness to something shocking. People who look like their dogs. And she starts like interviewing people. And you know what? I think that they should have given her the job because it's like you sent her there to do a job. No. And in the no. midst of being held up at gunpoint, she still did that no. job. All they have to do is no. tell her like, hey, if ever there's a robbery, you switch to that. Because you know what? Now they yeah. know she's dedicated. Maybe there was someone else on the job for that. No, story. I'm sorry, guys. Until she says it, I, I didn't buy it. But then she, when she's like. I'm a journalist. Mm-hmm. I have to you say, know? I, yeah. I'm, I, would, I know at first I was like, Oh Rose, you're so dumb. You mm-hmm. don't even know that there's a man yeah. with a gun. But then I said, eh, I would she never did it on purpose. ever, ever call myself a journalist. Um, but I do. Don't you write for Newsweek? I do, but I would never call myself a journalist. I'm a writer. Um, but would you call yourself a journalist? No, <laughs> no, but I will say I, uh, there are a certain, you know, I'm bound to a certain set of ethics 
at these things. And if there is a story in front of you, you aren't necessarily supposed to get the story you want. You get the story that's happening, that's unfolding. So clearly, I'm sorry, Rose, you are not cut out to be but a journalist. there is still footage of this robbery, which they would have played all over the news. Like, if yeah. there were social media, because that would have blasted yeah, there everywhere. Was no, 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 phone no, 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 no. That was recording it wouldn't, that. It wouldn't, that wouldn't have been what was playing on the news, because the guy was caught. If the guy hadn't been caught, yeah, maybe. But the guy was caught. What they play is the idiot woman who was not covering the robbery. No, no. This I, is yes. th- No, this is the time of, like, I know this is, like, pre, you know, OJ chase on the highway. Yeah, yeah. But I think that they still would have played it, because it was, like, a no, robbery at no. a dog show was caught on was caught. tape. no. The, uh, it doesn't matter uh, if the guy was robbery. caught. Was it caught on tape, though? Because the shot does look like it was horrible. I know, it does look like a horrible it, the, there's shot. There's a sign right in front when, of the when, camera. When Rose says, bring up, the, bring up the camera, he literally puts the camera in front of a sign. <laughs> but that said, no, I don't, because the, the whole footage is barely of the robbery. It's of Rose talking to animals. Okay, we're, people said that on the last one we were arguing too much, so okay, we'll I do want to see Rose's segment, though. Like why people look like their dogs mm-hmm. and true. some science behind do I it. I look like Frasier? That's still a, yeah, that's a really good yeah. segment. It's like do a people little, little. do people you know? I would have loved to see the theories that they posited. Do people happen to adopt dogs that look like them, mm. or is it like do we project right. yeah. whatever that person looks like onto the dog? Did that man own that tie before he owned the dog? Right. Or yeah. does he just pick out things that now look like his dog? Right. Interesting. I would see? have loved that. Gosh, Rose is. Actually, a genius. Yeah, yeah, and had they allowed her a deep dive, she yeah. probably would have been able to answer some I of those mean, questions. Give her the fluffy stories, you know. And this should have been a fluffy story, I guess. No, All fluffy, right. fluffy, furry. It's a furry story. <laughs> Let's go to Blanche and Mel. <laughs> Back to Blanche and Mel. Barely can fit on that little bench outside of the door. They oh, were squeezed in. It, they look so uncomfortable. It's cute though. Um, and they're bickering because Mel had to spend two hundred fifty dollars on the dinner and. And yeah, and then they, you know, we talked about it earlier, but they realized that they're better being friends and... Which, okay, let's talk about this, though, a little bit. Because this is a really sort of, like, evolved place that these two are in. And it's something that I achieve, I hope to achieve in my life with relationships that I have. I want to get to that place where I can do that comfortably. And it's hard. It's hard because, like, these two people are acknowledging who they are at their core. They are independent people. They they have their own identities, their mm-hmm. own lives. But at the same time, they recognize that there is a connection there. There's a bond that they have, that they share, that's strong enough for them to maintain some semblance of a relationship, quote unquote. Right, but they're not willing to compromise things that are important to them or who they are in exactly. order to make it a different kind of relationship. Because that... And that then questions the identity, like, well, not the identity, but the the concept of, well, what is monogamy? Like, what is a relationship? Like, what all of these things that we're told are a certain way, mm-hmm. maybe they don't need to be that way. Yeah. She was pretty traditional, I guess, when she was married, right? Yeah. And she said she never cheated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when she was married and that she never, you know, she was very loyal. And mm-hmm. But now in her life, she's able to really, she had that part of her life. I mean, look at that keychain. Yeah. Yeah. She's active. <laughs> that so was she's active. That was probably my favorite joke in the episode when she just pulls it out. Yeah. Also, when her and Mel talk about how they're gonna go back to being friends and he's like, Why don't we go down to Wolfie's, get some pastrami, go home, rent a movie, not finish it? Sounds I'm like, perfect. now that sounds like a great date. A great date. Okay, a great night. But I had a problem with the inconsistency with Blanche here because like there I I don't know what episode it is, but she meets I think it's a chef. 
her oh, cook. Jake, and the yeah. like he was hot. Like the cool rest, the the laid back attitude of him yeah. was like too much for her. Yeah, she didn't yeah. like that. She's not happy with anybody about herself. No. I mean, let's mm. be real, guys. But she if, should marry herself. If though, if if she if she knows Mel, like nothing's I don't want to say special, but nothing's extravagant with her relationship yeah. and Mel, right? Whereas Jake, the caterer, he was someone that she was looking a for, love. That like was a, love. a love. Is this going to be a long term kind of relationship? Was he like really handsome? I remember him being yes. really handsome. He yeah, was. he yeah. was. I I put him as probably the hottest man that mm-hmm. any of the women have mm-hmm. ever dated because you won't let me count George Clooney because you say that that wasn't love. Can I tell you at your bar mitzvah celebration, I saw, I hung out with Satya for a while, who famously was in our season one episode, um, where with the George Clooney episode, and I sat down with him again and we started talking about it and... (laughs) And I said, you it know, it is the fight to end all fights on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, I said, you know, I said, I, I know you were, you know, trying to be a nice guest and everything, but he uh, agrees with me that um, that Blanche totally wanted. Can to Can I just say Clooney. that um, I know Carrie so incredibly well, and I guarantee you, in that situation, she badgered Satya to, get to agree did with her. Not. Oh, I, I believe. Let's. Can we have him on next week? I mean, he's a very busy, famous man t- filming movies around the world. Well, but reach out to him because this is important. I will text Very him. Important. Yes, I will text him. I actually think he's shooting something in like Italy or something right now. He just like I left think after he's my making that up. And I think you are too. No, I do. I'll text mm-hmm. him though. I'll maybe text you him. should reach out. Yeah, maybe I will. I will. No. I will. He's my um, friend. I mean, that's pretty much the episode, guys. Yeah, that's that sums it all up. I loved. I actually loved. I loved how relatable this episode was to my life in this moment. I also and also apologize for the episode being so late this week. That was I know that was basically on me. Yep. But yeah, but hopefully next next week we should hopefully be getting back to a normal schedule now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The episode was pretty. Uh, once it was wrapping up, I was like, "This is a, a, one of the more l- lighter episodes." It was yeah of yeah. Golden Girls. But then when you start to think about how forward it was yeah. with its yeah. sex positiveness. Totally agree. You know, it, it wasn't so in your face, but when you really start to, I guess, talk about it, mm-hmm. you realize, wow, this is really well, ahead of its that's time. that's a great segue. We're going to get to our golden takeaways. And you've listened to the mm-hmm. podcast, so you know what they yeah. are, but I'll say it again. Golden takeaway is a nugget, nugget of, of truth, truth or inspiration that you can, you can apply, apply to your, your life or the lives of, of our listeners. listeners. I'll, I'll go first so you that you have an example. <laughs> <laughs> My golden takeaway from this episode is that you didn't fuck any idea of what you think your relationship is supposed to be. I mean, I'm I'm definitely I struggle with that in with every sort of communication I have with someone that I am intimate with, even if it's not like a dating situation. I struggle, I struggle, I struggle because I I I feel like I'm told I should be something or I should act in a certain way or even people I talk to when I'm like and I complain about it, they're like, Oh well you clearly want this from them and it's like, well no I don't. I just I just dagger and 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 uh, so yeah, like define whatever you are with whoever you are in whatever fucking way you want to do it and just like Get your ass ate. <laughs> that's my that's my jam. Uh, put that on put, a shirt. Put that on a shirt. Get your ass ate. Get your ass ate. I'd love that on a shirt. Um, I think my golden takeaway is uh, if you 
um, live with an older parent who you sometimes care for and you kind of are responsible for, if every now and then you need to go into your top sock drawer and like smell some retirement home brochures just to like, <laughs> you know, it's the equivalent of like, you know, going into a room by yourself, like Glenn Close and putting your back against the door and silently screaming for 30 seconds. Like just do it if it makes you feel better as long as you're, you know, and then you can go back to caring for your, your older parent very <laughs> Very well. Yeah, totally. Uh, mine is, I guess, kind of similar. Yeah. In that, yeah, the relationship aspect, uh, not needing to define certain things and going with the flow and kind of loving any dynamic, any type of relationship for what it is and not trying yeah. to make it more or less. Um, and my other one, and I don't know if this is... I th- th- this really counts, but the the whole gun thing, like watching that now, that's what really stood out to me this episode. Mm. Just realizing how different our world is now. I mean, when you watch mm. Golden Girls, I guess a lot, you're reminded of a lot, you know, yeah. references are old, everything's sort of old. Yeah. But that really stood out because our world is so different now. Like that would have been mm-hmm. treated, even in a sitcom, mm-hmm. would be Way treated. more seriously. Like you wouldn't even have sort of a lighthearted gun situation in the same no, combat. It would have been a very special yeah. episode. Yeah, really yeah. special. Um, so yeah, that's my depressing. No, <laughs> it's no, great. great. I feel like great. I feel like the way that we just did these was sort of like an Oreo. Like you both mm-hmm. had like firm, grounded, strong takeaways and yeah. mine was like fluffy and sugary. So <laughs> yeah. that was great. That was great. Lick it up. Um, and, uh, if you guys are following along, uh, with the podcast, the next episode we will be watching why is aren't you? even grandmas get the blues, oh. which is the one where Blanche pretends that Aurora is her daughter. That's a good one. It's Oof. a great one. It's a great episode. Yeah. With the new Becky comes back. Yes. Yeah. So the new great. Becky. New Becky. The, you could be talking about Roseanne or Golden Girls when you say the new Becky. It applies to this episode. Well, thanks is that so where the much. Name Becky comes from? Sorry. Because no. like this just kind of I think, girl, like this average or just like basic girl. Well, Becky. The, Becky. <laughs> well, technically Becky comes from Rebecca, which is a Hebrew name. <laughs> yeah okay i got a whole jew thing going now i, I gotta like he I gotta just had a bar mitzvah I'm aware. i know so much he knows you so, know much. so much congratulations on that by the way thank you guys that was if you want to see my entrance it was a very very classic entrance it but was, the film's gonna be yeah. really great as well and if you're in la in january we'll be doing a live show that'll sort of narrate the film so you're all invited oh, to come to that yeah it'll be really exciting i have to start working on it I want an invitation. You will get an invitation. Um, well, thanks so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. Where can people follow you on the interwebs? Uh, the Hound on Instagram and just go to thehoundmusic.com for everything else. You'll get my Spotify and YouTube, awesome. all that. Anything fun coming up? I'm finishing an EP because right now I just have the single out. Yeah. I, I didn't really even intend to like leave my band and start a whole solo thing, so... Just have the single now, and now I'm trying to. You're doing great. An EP. Thanks. I've seen Congrats. you perform. Doing yeah. great. Yeah. I'm doing it. You're doing it. Doing it. And I'm H. Allen Scott. 
on everything. And I'm Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. Uh, and the IMDb show that I'm one of the hosts and writers of will be on IMDb's website uh, every Friday. I think at midnight they go up. They'll be way more consistent than us with posting episodes. Uh, and if you guys, uh, you can also like them on Facebook and Twitter and, and the episodes will be there and stuff. But yeah, it's really fun. I I think in the next episode, I do a little nerd out about the Golden Girls. I thought it was yeah. going to make it in this episode, but hopefully it'll be in the next one. So I'll definitely you know, post Carrie, that when it comes out. You know out. why they're so consistent? Because they have a production value, which segues to, if you guys want to donate to the podcast, you can go to outofthelanai.com slash donate to make a one-time, is it right, donate or support? Yeah, donate. I fuck this up all the time. Uh, and you should, can t- should make it so it's both links just in case. I right know, now. just in case. <laughs> I mean, you can go to outofthelanai.com, you'll find it. Anyway, um, to make a one-time donation, or you can make a mo- like a monthly donation. We partnered up with Patreon. So, and all the funds goes to, you know, supporting the podcast and live shows and paying for domains and technical equipment and all the shit that it requires to, for us to sound as good as we do. So, please uh, give us a little donation. We would love that. And if you cannot donate... You can go on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a nice rating and review or tell your friends and family about the podcast. And you guys can follow the podcast on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. Or on Twitter, we are at Golden Girls Pod. Keep sending us messages. Keep tweeting at us. Keep commenting and and getting into fun discussions. And every time we ask an episode, we ask a question within an episode, you guys always respond and give us the answers, which we love. I have to say, I received a snap. Um, last week and I don't know who you are I know you are listening and I often don't appreciate the unsolicited nudes that come my way however <laughs> this unsolicited nude I did appreciate because his his penis was covered I guess he he like made a sticker on Snapchat of the Golden Girls or oh something and his penis was covered by a picture of the Golden Girls so it was just like a naked body and things I sir do you I, Do I, you get those kinds of pictures? No, he I, gets all the fun get, fan interactions. No, well, he, no, you, don't you, send me nudes, guys. Please don't send me fun nudes. I, I like to nudes. talk to people on Facebook and on Twitter a lot. So. I don't. I'm not. I, I, it causes too much anxiety. And if I see a nude and I don't respond, it's not because I didn't like it. It's just because I don't feel like I deserve unsolicited nudes. Mm. Yes, I will ask for them if I want them. And I have before. But well, it sounds like it was a creative nude. I will. I did appreciate yeah. it. I'll never like be mean about a nude, yeah. but I will never when respond. When you're mentioning it on a podcast, that's like a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't take a screenshot of Is it. Is the non-responsive guy listening to the podcast? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that. I could tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I put everything in the world. My life is an open book. You're so like Taylor Swift. Oh my I God. am. I'm totally <laughs> like Taylor Swift. Jesus Christ, you just woke up. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. And remember always to stay golden. Oh, that was so much fun. Hi, I'm B. Arthur with a message for women who take Premarin. Don't. It's made of horse urine. I'm not kidding. Please call Peter for free information on effective animal-friendly brands. No more trying. No more reasons to fight it. No more hiding. Can't keep lying to myself. I saw the war signs, 
Should, but I 